Hello, and welcome to the NECA Safety Roundup podcast series. In today's challenging world of safety in the electrical, utility, and construction industries, we hope that our information and the conversations we have will help you to provide safety leadership within your organization. We will discuss the many issues involving safety and offer some guidance and solutions to the many challenges that we face. Welcome to this episode of the NECA Safety Roundup. I'm Mike Starner, NECA's Executive Director of Outside Line Safety, and joining me is... Wes Wheeler. I'm the Executive Director of Safety. So today we're going to talk about safety leadership. Without a doubt, safety leadership is, is, the, is the pivotal thing that we're trying to achieve. You know, So we have, we have our rules, we have our training, we have our equipment, we have all these things to help us be successful. But if we don't have safety leadership, and that's both at the peer level and organizationally, what do you think? Well, well you know, I think that's, that is important because when it comes to being a leader in safety, you really got to lead by example. We, you've heard this phrase before, and I know that we're saying it over and over again, but leading by example, doing the right thing when nobody's watching is really how you get people to that's buy right. into what you're doing with safety leadership. You know, it, it's so important that when, you know, we ask people to go out and perform these tasks, and we provide them with the training, we provide them with the education, and they have the experience. The way that they do it in front of other workers is really going to be the resounding success if they do it properly. Yeah, and and not to sit here and say that we have it all figured out, right? Because, you know, this is one of those things that we're continuously trying to improve. I think one way to look at it is take this approach down to basic blocking mm-hmm. and tackling, the fundamentals. What are you trying to achieve as a leader? Mm-hmm. What, what are you trying to do to influence, what are you doing to influence your folks mm-hmm. uh, to work safely every day? And, uh, you know, I had a, a person tell me one day, Mike, it's about personal involvement. You have to be personally involved, right? So that's mm-hmm. walking the floor, as they say, getting out in the field, spending time with your folks, mm-hmm. understanding what the issues are. That adds a lot of credibility to the safety professional who's trying to make change, trying to influence decisions, trying to encourage folks to do the right thing. And, uh, you know, you got to be out there and you got to be, you know, walking the walk. You got to be involved. And I think that, you know, one of the challenges that we have as safety professionals is a lot of times an organization will look at the lead safety professional as being the leader of safety. Well, the reality is, is that leadership is demonstrated by the upper level management. It's demonstrated by, by the project managers and the people that actually go out. Because as a safety manager, you might go out to the job once a month. You might, you know, and even then it's probably to, to do an inspection or to do some training. But those project managers and that senior level management visits the job site many, many times. And it's the way that they interact with their members. If they walk by something and don't say anything about it, well, then people kind of assume, well, that's not a big deal. But yet, when they get out of the truck or they get out of the car or whatever vehicle they're in, do they have their safety glasses on? Do they have their hard hat on? Did they show up to a job site with safety shoes that are properly for the environment? Because that's how leaderships sets the example for everybody else on the project. That's right. And, and one of the things when, when we're starting to talk about the role of the safety professional that I think hangs people up is like, you know, where should the safety professional be operating? 
And uh, one thing that I always say is uh, effective safety professionals are operational safety professionals, right? So you're not pie in the sky. This is this is the best thing since sliced bread. We got to put this in play right away, or everybody's going to die. It's got to be here's an effective solution to the problems that we're facing mm-hmm. with a lot of feedback, a lot of input from folks. Operations is buying in. You have the field that's had a chance to engage and mm-hmm. provide some feedback. And you have the safety professional essentially mm-hmm. in a supportive role to mm-hmm. help make sure that operations does everything they need. Because the, rea- the reality is we're all safety professionals. Mm-hmm. Right? Every person on the job is a safety professional in this line of work. You can't sit on the sidelines and say, hey, that's somebody else's job. One of the presentations that we've done here at some of the NECA functions and some, some of the chapters, we talk about leadership, you know, and we talk about safety leadership in a sense is, is that everybody, as Mike said, is a safety leader. And, and what we want you to do is think back in your lifetime and think about the safety leaders that's had influence on you. What was the first safety message that you ever heard? Don't run in the house. You're going to trip and fall. You know, don't touch the stove when it's on because it's hot. Don't get yourself burned. Look both ways before you cross the street. You know, and who taught us that safety message? It was our parents. It was the people that cared about us. And, and so the best thing we can do as safety leaders is, once again, care about the workers, care about the people around us, because that's really how you're going to get the message heard loud and clear. Yeah, uh, and I think about like when the safety professional is is out engaging with the workforce, you know, that can go sideways quickly, right? If you come into it with the wrong mindset, mm-hmm. right? Oh. So recognizing that the folks that are out there doing the work are trained and skilled professionals, and that you're there to support them and help them with the safety expertise, right? So there are some things about safety management that are kind yeah. of technical, right? And there's some innovative ideas that are, are being introduced. And if you don't, as the as the technical expert in safety, figure out a way to communicate these things to the field, you can certainly turn them mm-hmm. off, right? And then, then you're going to have trouble with influence. How do you, how well, do you influence folks? You know, I, I think that that brings up a great point, Mike. And I think one of the things is all too often the safety professional has been seen as being the disciplinarian, being the person that's going to give you demerits for doing the wrong thing. And I think one of our safety speakers that we've had at a conference before, John Drebiger, summed it up. He says, would you watch out for my safety? And I think that that really when we start engaging people and we start saying, okay, hey, look, I noticed that you don't have this equipment locked out. I've got a lock and tag that I carry with me. And I went over and I locked it and tagged it and, and to make sure that it was in a safe condition. And, you know, I don't want to see you get hurt. Can you do me a favor? Can you please, can you get your lock? Can you get your tag and you put it on equipment? I want to I want to leave here knowing that you're in a safe condition. And by showing that we care to that worker and we, we help them put the burden on themselves to say, hey, look, I've got to do it right. Why? Who do they have at home? Family. They have family. You know, I can tell you that, you know, the worst thing that anybody wants to do is, is contact somebody and say, hey, something's happened to your loved one because they didn't leave that morning to go to work thinking that they weren't going to come home. They left thinking that we're going to have a great day. So, you know, that leadership side of it is is showing people that we care, giving them the tools that they need, and and, and not being that that demerit disciplinarian that, that you know, we're, we're going to write you up. Let, let's, let's educate people. Yeah, and, and, you know, you were talking earlier about, you know, the basics, you know, influencing behavior and, and, and where we got that start, right? And you yep. mentioned the parents. And, I, you know, when you were talking about that, I was thinking about somebody from my career who was very influential and didn't talk about safety. Like, you didn't hear safety. 
Yeah. It was about the trade. It was about the profession. This is how we do our work, mm-hmm. right? So it was kind of cooked in. So in environments where safety is right is, is being done right, it doesn't mm-hmm. seem like it's an afterthought. Mm-hmm. It's worked in. It's part of the, of the trade. It's it's how we approach our work, having a good discussion about what we're about to do, making sure our tools and equipment are ready for the job, mm-hmm. making sure that everybody who's going to perform tasks understand what their roles and responsibilities are. It wasn't like, hey, we're going to have a safety talk. It was like, we're going to talk about the work today. Mm-hmm. And so getting it right doesn't have to be this sort of abstract thought about, you know, introducing safety concepts. It's just talking about how we work professionally and what we do to protect ourselves while we're doing it. And doing it safely, I think, you know, one of the challenges people say, were, you know, it, it, safety costs. No, safety doesn't cost. Safety saves money. Safety saves lives. Safety is really what we need to concentrate on. And like you said, if that safety is built into the way we do things and we do it the same way each and every time, then we know we're going to do it safely. So, you know, I, I think that the, it kind of leads into, you know, what we talk about as far as coaching and mentoring and our, our opportunities that we have with, with people around us, as well as, you know, the apprentices that are in, in, in the field that we're, that we're working with. I mean, you have a lot of outside apprentices that, that you know, you've worked with over the years and, and teaching them and showing them and helping them understand, you know, whether I'm, I'm mentoring to them, you know, I, I'm showing them this is the way that, you know, maybe I've done it. Or I'm coaching them, I'm, I'm helping them to develop, to learn, and to think for themselves. Because if, if they can think for themselves, they know how to do it safely. Yeah, the safety mindset is the foundation, right? So when you want to build something, you start at the beginning. Firm foundation. So apprenticeship programs or even pre-apprenticeship programs that are out there, making sure that you have a discussion about the expectation around safety. Mm-hmm. And not not like, hey, here's the rule, I expect you to work safe kind of discussion. It's about, here's what we do, here's what we need to do to be more effective. And when the phone is ringing, yeah. how do you respond to that in an effective manner? Well, you know, when the phone's ringing, it's probably because it's an emergency and we've got to respond to it. So again, thank you for joining us today. We've, we wanted to talk a little bit about leadership and a little bit about, you know, giving you kind of an introduction and how you can be an influencer how you can influence safety for those around you, how you can take that leadership role to the next step. Absolutely. So thanks for joining us, folks. We'll see you next time on NECA Safety Roundup.